reason that the Gospels give so much of their time to the last week of Jesus' life. The cross was not an accident. It was not an afterthought. It was the entire reason that he came. That manger that we sing about on Christmas was always in the shadow of the cross. It's no accident that shepherds were called to attend to the birth of the sacrificial lamb. He was always meant to die. Can we look at him for just a minute? Can we look at the cross for just a minute? Can we sit at the table for just a minute? Can we be near Peter and James and John, Bartholomew, Thaddeus, Judas? Can we sit next to Judas? Can we hear the words of Jesus when he picks up the bread and he breaks it? And he tells us something so very strange. We've taken this meal every year, all of our lives. We know what Passover means. We've picked up the cup so many times. We know what this is supposed to mean. But then our friend Jesus, the one who is astonished us and confounded us both with his power and with his humility. And he says, this is my body that's broken for you. And my blood that's poured out for you. And we look at one another and we say, what is he talking about? What does this mean? Then he leads us out into the night. That still, starry night. He leads us outside of the city walls. Through the streets. Noisy with late night pilgrims. The activity of a city bustling with the festival of Passover. He takes us past the noise through the city gates out to a quiet olive garden, to a grove of trees, to a Gethsemane, to a press where olives are crushed under weight to bring about the oil. And he looks at us and says, stay here. Stay with me a little bit. Pray with me. Can we do that even though our eyes are tired and our hearts are discouraged and our minds are confused? Do we understand what's happening when he's pouring his heart out to this other person that we don't even see? And the sweat just rolls off of his face and this guttural cry pours out of his mouth as if he's wrestling with some 
in her battle. If then everything changes, if everything shifts, there's commotion, there's torchlight, there's noises. There's a scuffle and there's a fight and we don't know what's going on. Everything seems to happen all at once and there's Peter who pulls out a sword and he's swinging left and right in a fury, in a blind fury as if to protect the lamb from going to the slaughter. Can we follow Jesus like a few of his friends did? as he's taken away from us. And he's humiliated and tortured and scoffed and mocked. The creator mocked by his own creation. His body broken by the very ones that he formed out of love. Can we follow him down that road through the city and the jeering crowds? People laughing, men laughing, women laughing, boys and girls laughing, echoing their parents, laughing at this spectacle, this mockery, this humiliation of this one who dared to, dared to consider himself anything. This rebel, this troublemaker. What a fool he is. Where are his disciples now, they say. Where is every, where are the crowds now? Where are the 5,000 now, they all say. And they taunt, do miracles. Do a sign, Messiah. Save yourself, King. And they taunt as he walks, step after plodding, step after step after step. And he stumbles and he falls and he gets up. And he shoulders it again and he walks and he stumbles and he falls and he gets up and he walks a quarter of a mile, a half a mile again and again and again again as if he's driven by some inner call that we just don't understand can we follow him there can we go again outside of the city Watch how they take his arms. And they stretch it out. And he's not resisting. He should be resisting. Everyone resists. Why is he not resisting? Why is he not fighting back? It's as if he's stretching out his arms all by himself.
And they put the nails through hands. And they put a nail through the feet. And raise them up on a cross. Because that's what you do with criminals. That's what you do with troublemakers. That's what you do for those who threaten the kingdom of the world. And everybody's gone except for a few, except for a few brave-hearted women who stand there in a posture of intercession, in a posture of worship. They know. <laughs> Mama's not leaving. Can we stay there? As the clouds darken, the sky darkens and the cloud comes in. And these strange phenomena begin to occur. There's thunder, there's lightning, there's voices from heaven. They're suffering, suffering hour upon hour upon hour upon hour of endless, endless, endless suffering. We're waiting. We're waiting for someone to come in and change things. We're waiting for someone to come in and say, that's enough. Don't you know what you're doing? We're waiting for someone to save the day at the last moment. Say, this is not how it's supposed to be. But it doesn't happen. And we're there when he takes his last breath and his chest heaves one last time. And his shoulders slump one last time. And life leaves his body. We're there. And any hope that we ever had is gone. doesn't make sense and it's not fair why did this good man have to die what did he ever do besides love and heal and empower and reconcile and show us the father They take him down and they carry him away. And they put him where dead people go until that far off time in the future when the judge of the world raises all of the dead. And they put a stone over the entrance and in their bizarre sense of power they seal the tomb with guards what if that were all to the story what if all we had was this here and this and all we had was just a memory 
for the body and the blood of Jesus. What a good friend he was. What an inspiring teacher he was. What a miracle worker he was. Can we come to the table? Can we look upon the cross? Can we stay here for just a moment? Jesus. Jesus, what have you done? What have you done for us, Lord? So he says, come to the table. He makes room for us. He makes room for the friends that love him and adore him. And he makes room for the friends that will betray him. He makes room for the worthy and the unworthy. He makes room for those who are broken and dead and who know there's a cross with their name on it. At the end of all of this, there's a cross with their name on it. And he says to us, you can drink your own cup. You can have the consequence that's coming to you or you can let me take it for you. You can drink from my cup instead. The choice is ours. We walk our own road to our own cross or we let Jesus go. <laughs> <laughs>